Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 144. This time I have an iOS game called Castle Doombad, and I ramble about a game watch for a game which recently had a Kickstarter called War of Omens, and that's all I have for you this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. destroy this uh, later I like to play with things a while before annihilation <laughs> so I have a new iOS game I haven't gotten an iOS game in quite some time I don't know maybe it's just that I'm getting older Or maybe it's just because I'm playing more and more on my laptop. But more and more lately, I feel like my iPhone is too small and iOS games aren't really as enjoyable as they used to be. So I haven't gotten a whole lot or looked into all that many. Plus, I tend to just play them for a little while and then stop playing them. So for the most part, it seems kind of like wasted money. Anyways, I saw this super cute looking tower defense game called Castle Doom Bad, so I decided to pick it up. It's a different kind of tower defense in that you're inside of a tower with different floors. So the heroes, in this case the bad guys, because you are a bad guy, so it's reversed, will come into various spots on the different floors, and they will work their way up to the top floor where the princess is being held captive, and try and rescue her and carry her back out the front door. So you're working with a bit more limited space than most tower defense games. But because it has different kind of floors and they're set up in different ways, it has a very interesting spin on the traditional tower defense kind of game. The game is for iOS only right now. I don't know if there are plans for Android or other versions. It is not a universal app. There are separate apps for the iPhone and iPad. I'm not sure where something like an iTouch would classify, which group that would classify under, but it's not universal, so you will need a different app for each platform, in theory. You cannot play your own podcast or, in theory, music in the background. I tested it out, and the podcast I was running went silent, so it seems like the game sound is all you're going to get. There is no control in terms of volume for sound or music. It's either on or off. You can, of course, turn it up or down, you know, as a whole, but there are no independent sliders for each. There doesn't seem to be an option for a colorblind mode. I don't know if that would be an issue, but there is quite a bit of color in the game. I don't think it would be an issue because you're basically just placing traps and then bad guys come in and Well, good guys come in and 
you know, your traps have to kill them. So it's not, I don't think, as color-dependent as, say, a matching game or something. As I said, you have both a tower aspect, and the first group of levels is a three-level tower. And each floor has a few squares. There aren't that many. I would say maybe between half a dozen and a dozen, I would guess. And there will be different things like doors or ladders in between each floor, which determines how the heroes move. And you will have three different categories of traps to protect your tower with. The first group is called an auto trap, which works automatically. These are things like a traditional spiked floor or a crossbow launcher. There is a minion category, which are, of course, minions, which wander around the floors freely. And there's sort of a new category for this kind of genre. I haven't seen this before in games. And they're calling it a manual trap. And this is something that you set up and then you have to click on it to activate it. So the first one you have access to is sort of a smusher thing. Kind of hangs up on the ceiling and then you tap it and it goes whoosh and like smooshes anybody that's under it. So you have different categories of traps you can choose from to help defend your tower. And as I said, different heroes will come in and try and rescue the princess you are keeping captive. The first ones are kind of generic knights. They move kind of medium speed and they have, have a little bit of armor, but they're not too tough. And I think the second guys I saw were sort of, I guess you could say engineers. And if they get behind a trap, they will disarm the trap. And then the next ones I saw were ninja, who kind of jumped up to the ceiling immediately. So things like a floor trap would not affect them at all. And I've seen a couple other different kinds of heroes. I won't spoil it for anybody. But there are different kind of guys you have to watch out for and they do different things. And related to that, your traps can be placed in different ways. There is a spike trap that comes out of the floor. But you also pretty quickly get access to what they're calling an AC trap for air conditioning. And you can put that on the back wall. So you can have a floor spike trap in front of the AC unit. And the AC unit will slow guys down. And if you upgrade it, it can like freeze them in place. And there's also ceiling traps. So you can have several different kinds of traps, some of which will go into even the same square. So one thing you might want to do is put down a floor spike trap with an AC behind it. So that way when, you know, people run over it, they get slowed down. So there's a lot of really interesting combinations of how you want to set up the traps. You know, which kind of heroes you want to defend the most against. And placement is sort of important as well. Because the traditional crossbow launcher can shoot on different floors depending on where there's openings to shoot through. So like if you have it sort of on a ledge and there's like an opening it can shoot down or, you know, up if there's an opening to shoot up at different heroes as well. So there's quite a bit of strategy involved in where you place the traps, how you place the traps. And as you go along, you'll get different star ratings and you'll get various in-game monies. And with the in-game monies, you can both unlock new traps as well as upgrade traps you currently have. You also start out with only four slots you can put traps into to carry with you into a level. 
And you can expand on that with the in-game monies as well. So over time, you'll get more traps that are different kinds of traps, and you can upgrade them how you like. And you can open up more slots so you can take more in with you to a level. So it gets really, really interesting and seems like it can tailor a lot to your specific play style. It seems kind of like the game is a little bit of a battery hog. I'm on, I guess, an older iPhone now. It's an iPhone 4. And I think I dropped about, I would guess, 1% a minute. Because I played for, I think it was half an hour, 45 minutes, and it dropped like 30%. So it seems like something you wouldn't be able to play more than maybe an hour before you drain out in a significant portion of your battery. I don't know if that's something they can fix. Because when there was a lot of heroes on the screen, I did also get quite a bit of slowdown. So I think it just takes a lot of power to run this game. So if you are on an older phone like me, you know, you're not going to get a lot of play out of it before, you know, you start to run out of power. But if you're on, you know, a newer phone or maybe a tablet, maybe that wouldn't be quite an issue. And two, it could be something they could patch later and maybe, you know, optimize some stuff and maybe it'll take less power in the future. But it doesn't seem like, you know, a a take it with you and play for hours kind of thing. Seems like you have to really pay attention to how much you're playing. If you are into tower defense games, I would highly recommend it. I like it quite a lot. I've only played it for about an hour, so I don't know if I would really rate it, you know, on a star slash percent scale. But I would say this is probably one of the best, if not the best, tower defense game I've played. There's lots of different options as to which level you want to play. I don't know if the levels are fixed or if they're random. I would guess since the first chapter has like 15 levels, it's probably a fixed tower structure, you know, in terms of the floors and, you know, which heroes come in. But you can choose, you know, what you want to replay. I don't think you can skip any, but there are several different chapters, as it were. And you don't have to beat all the levels in one to move on to the next chapter. I think the second chapter unlocks after, like, the ninth level in the first grouping. And it has 15 total, I think, in the first one. So you don't have to, you know, beat all the levels to, you know, keep continuing. You can sort of skip ahead if you want to. But I like it quite a bit. It has a little bit of sense of humor. Characters are a little bit cute and a little bit silly. And playing a bad guy, you know, is kind of funny. So there's that spin on it as well. But if you like tower defense games at all, you might want to give it a look. Guess I forgot to note how much I paid for it. But I picked it up, it just launched. And I think it was like three bucks, maybe four bucks. It wasn't super expensive. Oh, there are in-game microtransactions to get more of the in-game kind of monies, but you don't have to spend the in-game monies. It would, you know, help you unlock new traps or extra trap slots or, you know, money to upgrade stuff a lot faster. But it certainly doesn't seem like it would be required. I was getting, you know, a decent amount of money. I'd unlocked a few different trap types and I upgraded my number of slots and I upgraded I think three, maybe four different trap types that I like. So, you know, in that first hour, I got quite a bit done in terms of, you know, how much in-game money I had used. So it doesn't seem like it would be, you know, a struggle. And I don't think it would ever go away. I think I would always be able to keep that. 
you know, unless maybe I deleted it off my phone or something. So it's not like, you know, it's energy where you have to keep repaying it to keep playing. You know, this is stuff that you unlock, you know, in theory forever. So I think that seems pretty fair. And again, if you're into tower defense games, you might want to give it a look. So I have a first look at a collectible card game. The game is called War of Omens. It is being developed and distributed by Fifth Column Games. It is currently only on Facebook, but I believe it was mentioned that it might go onto mobile platforms in the future, such as tablets or phones. You can play against other players online, or you can play single player against the AI. It is you know, online only through Facebook, so you do have to connect to Facebook. There is an unknown release, but I would guess it probably isn't more than a few months away. It does seem somewhat solid. They say it's still pretty early in development, but with how it looks and plays, I would think they are probably closer to being done than not. It has a free-to-play cost model with gold earned in-game or via microtransactions, for purchasing boosters and starter decks. What is it? War of Omens is a digital hybrid of two different types of collectible card games. It is an attempt to mix the shared style of games like Dominion with the collectible style of games like Magic the Gathering. Players will have separate collections and decks, but play will proceed in a more strategic collection style shared resource card game, such as Dominion. What makes the game design special? War of Omens will combine aspects from the competitive card collection type games, as well as the more predictable strategic style of new school shared resource card games. This will be a first in terms of game design, as well as being one of the few card games you can play digitally. Why is it going to pwn? This should be a completely new kind of game, appealing to both collectible card game players and shared resource card game players. Why could it fail in terms of game design? Being a completely new kind of game by mixing aspects from two different existing game types, the blending might not work out, balance might be off, or the blending could simply fail in terms of execution. Why could it fail in terms of developer? This developer is very new as far as I know, And the few previous games they have are Facebook games. While this could be the game that makes a name for the company, it may fall too closely to previous games they've made, lacking the depth required for such a game of this type to truly succeed. The success of a project is very difficult to predict with newer companies, even if they may be comprised of experienced individuals. 
personal opinions and thoughts. I got an invite to the beta shortly after becoming a Kickstarter backer, and I'm hopeful for the game, but hesitant. It's really too early to tell if the game will succeed or fail. The game moved extremely quickly and smoothly on my system, presenting no problems and feeling light enough in terms of specs that running on a tablet or phone should just be a matter of coding the UI that would work for those platforms. However, due to how much was missing in its current state, the game seemed a bit too easy, too limited in strategy, and the AI didn't seem like it took any thought at all to beat. We'll have to wait and see how development progresses. There will certainly have to be a solid tutorial which explains how the game works and how deeper strategies are involved, because playing with almost no instruction and a pre-constructed deck felt lacking. With a game like this, the majority of the depth will lie in deck construction, and that's something I didn't have access to for a few reasons. I'm hopeful that the mixing of the two card game styles will work, as it could be a really interesting mix of deep strategy, but casual and fun play. I believe the Kickstarter is now closed, but you might still be able to support the game if you are interested in becoming some kind of backer or supporter. As always, links to the developer site can be found in the notes page for this podcast. The news this time is almost the same. Knights of Badassdom and I, Frankenstein, both open this coming week. And Robocop, which is sort of a restart to the whole Robocop series, comes out on February 12th. And that's it for the news. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned So that's it for this week's Rabbit's Rumblings. Not much going on, I know. Sorry. Hopefully I might have some more stuff to talk about next time. I guess I got those movies coming up. Might talk about them. But outside of that, I really don't have a whole lot going on in gaming. Mostly I'm playing stuff, you know, that's old. Or like, you know, issues with the coffee shop I hang out at have come up lately for probably almost a month now. But this past week or so, it's gotten really, really bad. Today, just before this recording, I was dropping probably 15 times an hour at least. So it's almost like, you know, half the time I was there, I couldn't do anything. I basically had to watch videos and, you know, even the videos would stop and get stuck or, you know, have to wait to buffer up a little bit to catch up. So playing any kind of games, you know, online is pretty much impossible for me these days. I might have to give serious consideration to going somewhere else in the meantime until they fix the issue. 
I guess apparently their router is dying, so until they replace that, I don't see that it would change. It would just get worse and worse. I'd prefer not to, because, you know, it's a nice place. They are friendly towards me. They let me hang out there quite a lot. And, you know, I've got a, a good space usually that I can sit in that's, you know, both comfortable and it's got my back to the wall, as it were. So I don't have to worry about, you know, watching things that are not appropriate for younger viewers, like like I'm watching a lot of Dexter lately. Or, you know, I play something like Far Cry 3, where there's a lot of shooting and killing and gory stuff. You know, I usually don't like to do that, you know, if somebody can see my monitor that's, you know, further away than just, you know, sitting right next to me. So, you know, it's a, it's a good place, you know, overall to chill and spend my time. Plus, I'd hate to, you know, lose it because it is, you know, the only place I could have, you know, set up my console and played. That's pretty much the reason why I decided to go ahead and do that was because I knew, you know, this place is pretty much safe. I've only heard of like one issue of something being stolen in the entire time I've been there. And, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, people watching what I'm doing. The people that work there don't mind my hanging around. You know, thinking I could come in and bring my console in and set that up, you know, a couple days a week for, you know, most of the day wouldn't be an issue. You know, if I have to go somewhere else, you know, that's probably not going to be an option. So I'd really like to not have to change. But if the internet keeps not working, I might not have any choice. So that would be really horribly sad. I will probably keep people updated on that. You know, a lot of the time I can just watch shows or play stuff offline. And that's not, you know, too huge of a deal. So for now, you know, in the past few weeks, I've kind of been tolerating it. But we'll see as time goes on. I'd rather not change, but I might not really have any choice. But hopefully everybody out there is not having a sad life like me. And you don't have to worry about these kind of things. And hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. War of Omens will combine aspects from the competitive And I'm hopeful for the game, but I'm hopeful that the mixing of the two card game styles will work, as it could be. I know something ain't right. Sweetie, we're crooks. If everything were right, we'd be in jail. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com 
If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.